Give me something. Hello, Sportsbet punters, and welcome to Give Me Something. Of course, the show where we at Sportsbet try to find you, the punters, something to have a little crack at. And I'll tell you what, Fridays are exciting for two reasons. One, because it's not just some weird and wild sport. We've actually got some proper sport, which we'll talk to, but also the racing, the weekend racing, we'll cover that. But look at this. I'm joined by Nathan Brown and Joel Kane. Boys, how are we today? I'm very good, Mick. I'm very good. It's a beautiful morning in Melbourne, as you would know, Joel, you wouldn't, but it's one of those really <laughs> fresh mornings in Melbourne where there is no cloud cover, so it gets down to about three or four degrees. You get for run in the morning, and it is fresh, but you know it's going to be a good day, and unfortunately in Melbourne, they are very far and few between at the moment, and they're going to get less until probably September, October. Boys, I feel uh, guilt. Wally, do you feel guilt? This bloke's already been out for a run. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful day up here in Sydney, and I have not left the house. And look at him beaming. He's got the <laughs> endorphins are up and at him. Uh, you have been for a run, Brownie, haven't you? I have been. And, How uh, far? Uh, it's about five and a half k's. So I take the dog and also take a couple of the kids on the bike. So they're at the age where they're still eight and nine, where they're happy for me to just wake them up at 6 a.m. Yeah. And they're bounding out of the bed. They're, they're ready to go. They're clean. I've probably got... I reckon two more years of that before they turn over and just go, Dad, uh-uh. Get out. Can, yeah. can I shoot Bambi early into this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Look, for many, many years, the Victorians would wax lyrical about the 10. You've got to run the 10, the 10, this 10, <laughs> that 10. So I'm thinking, geez, I can't wait to run the 10. And up in Sydney, we've got the, you know, we do Mrs Macquarie chair and we guide around and we wave to the Opera House and we wave to the Harbour Bridge and, I thought, Jesus, tan must be good. No one talks about Mrs. Macquarie chair. We just humbly let it go. And I ran through the tan. I mean, <laughs> what's the tan? What's the big spiel about the bloody tan? It's just yeah, a beautiful track, Shug. It's yeah. a beautiful track. It's got challenging bits. You've got the hill, then you've got the little down part, and then it goes up again. You think you're on the downhill, but then it just slowly goes up again. And I'll tell you what, there's some nice trees around there. I'll tell you what, do you know what it is, Shook? It's surrounding a beautiful parkland in the Botanical Garden. So surrounding that, you're along the area, you get a few views. But I can't speak about this from experience, but my understanding is that it's a proper running track that's a, that's a genuine running course. Have you not so, been to the tan, Mika? I've been to the tan, but I don't, I don't, I don't go around <laughs> it too quickly. I go for a stroll. Sure. I get a, I get a coffee, and I take, right. uh, mate, I take you've the seen one harbour, you've seen them all, mate. Stick your harbour <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> the tan. Oh, oh man. So, um, gentlemen, look, let's, uh, let's, let's get into this. We are going to. I can't believe we're we're finally covering something of note. You boys are going to take on Bundesliga and you're both going to look at a couple of games, which is fantastic. And I've got some K-League, some Korean football. So for the first time ever on this show, I mean, this is serious sport. Yeah, take us away, Brownie. You kick us off with the, uh, with the uh, Bundesliga. Well, I've got the Bundesliga and uh, obviously you've got the Giants, Bayern Munich. They're up against Union Berlin, $1.17. Bayern Munich, uh, Union Berlin, $15. The draw is $6.50. Now, I don't think that uh, I'm going to take the $1.17, but I certainly am going to take the Bayern Munich more than two-goal line for $2.50. My reasoning is I just think that a club like Bayern Munich have got so much uh, help and support through this period that they are going to be cherry-ripe, ready to go. Now, they haven't been doing much for the best part of 12 weeks, a bit longer than us. But Union Berlin, I don't think they've got the resources that they need to be where they need to be. So I think early and fresh, 
I think Bayern Munich are going to be too good for them. And look, they haven't been defending for a long time because 12 weeks off is a long time. So I think it's going to be high scoring. And I just think that Bayern Munich are going to pick holes in Union Berlin and more than two goals for me at the line. Now, is that... that <coughs> sorry, Brandon. That's for them to win by two or more, yeah? Yes, yes. All right. 250 is a big price, it feels like. That's not a bad price, Mick. That's why it's a very good price. Yeah. <laughs> I like that price. Very good. Shug, what do you got? No, I'm staying there, and, and Brownie makes a big case. Uh, they will play after Borussia Dortmund play Schalke. Uh, that's the first game. That's the return match that comes up. I think you might find that's tomorrow. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, they're coming second. So basically, the competition is running in order of salary cap. Brownie's team, Bayern Munich, they get about 8 or $9 million US per player. So this is a serious, serious competition. So Borussia Dortmund players get about four and a half million. Now, what I like about this Borussia Dortmund team is they're just gritty. They're tough. You do not know this, but they redid the stadium in 2006. And when doing so, they found underneath the pitch, a metre underneath the pitch, which had been there for a long, long time, was a live bomb. It was a live bomb. And no one knew anything about that. Borussia Dortmund, they're running second, so they'll have the chance to loom up temporarily at least on the How heels does that make of... them tough that they that they didn't know there was a bomb there? <laughs> no, well, they, they actually knew it was there, Brandy. They just didn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> they thought, we'll worry about that later. Anyway, they just kept marching on. They're taking on Schalke, who are going very well themselves. They're in the top yeah. six. So this is probably the, the, the game of the comeback for the Bundesliga. But a huge tournament coming back. Players worth a stack of money. So they're leading light really as far as international sport goes. So yeah. it's huge. It's absolutely huge, Wally. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, all, all, all the both teams there, Sugar, and of course, Bayern Munich. Obviously, we're talking about three of the the biggest sides in in the Bundesliga. Now, gentlemen, have either of you been to Germany? Uh, yes, Dunkerson. Where'd you go, Shug? Uh I tell you what, a mate of mine. We're actually at the casino on Mad Monday, and a mate of mine says, "Shug, what are you doing in the off season?" I said, "Oh, mate, no plans." Ben Galera was a bloke, and he goes, um, "Do you want to go overseas to Europe?" I said, sure. You know, when you're having a few drinks, everything's yeah. a bad idea and you never say, you know, you're always going to be on board. Anyway, the next day you wake up and you're quite hungover and there's this knock on the door. Thinking, who's knocking on my door? And it's me mate, he's got his bags packed. He actually booked our trip to Europe for three weeks. So next thing you know, he said, mate, we've got to get to the airport. We're on a plane to freaking Europe, right? The next day. The next day, right? <laughs> the next day, we're, we're on a plane to Are Europe. Are you married at this point? No, no, I'm... I'm Fancy foot. That program. makes it easy then. Yeah, yeah, it makes it very, very easy. Anyway, uh, we, we, we get to, uh, to Germany, uh, Munich, and it's the time of the beer festival, right? And I don't know if you blokes remember National Lampoon Vacation where yeah. Yeah. family turn up to Wally World yeah. and, it's, and it's not open. So we turn up, you know, good shoes and the belt on them. We're, we're in town of Munich. We've got the train. We're staying about 20, uh, 20 minutes outside of town. And we charge into what we think is the beer festival. But it's not actually on, right? So not on until the next day. So we find ourselves in a bar and completely obliterated ourselves. We found this little bar, this drink, this green chatouche, which just put us in a coma, <laughs> right? So he leaves Crook. I leave Crook. We wake up the next day. We go to the beer festival. We have one sip of the beer and end up head to toe back at the hotel room, bloody cowering in a corner because we did a job on ourselves the night before. So, oh, sure. so the answer is yes. It's a wonderful, wonderful place. Um, yeah, but gee, we, we never actually got to experience the beer festival. Can I tell you, Munich's a fantastic place, uh, and it sounds like that 
doesn't. Yeah, it sounds like you might have stumbled onto some absinthe. Sure. There, is that what it is? green, I think it was, mate. And it's, oh, it's not mate. good stuff. Or, or it is. It depends oh. how you swing. But uh, I'll tell you, I went there. A mate and I went there as part of a, a bit of a trip where we were over into a few countries. A Kentucky tour. No, 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 no. It was just the two of us. We went over to a mate's wedding and then we went to a couple of places in Europe and then went over to the States, finished in Vegas. Just a, a, a large trip. Um, and uh, we, we in Munich were there for four nights, like, you know, a small stay. I got fleeced for my entire bank account and my mate oh, got gout. No. So that was our time in Munich. But it's that good of a city, Shug. I still loved it and we're out every night. Did you? Yeah, yeah. mate, it was fantastic. But uh, it was uh, one, I was like proper banged up abroad. Um, like no cash. Oh, no. <laughs> Hands pulled pockets out, nothing nothing going on. So, but uh, it's a good place. Anyway, speaking of football, obviously uh, you guys are focusing on Germany. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little focus here on the Korean football. So K League's a strong league. Um, there's two games I want to focus on, and I'm keeping it simple. They are quite short in betting. Sorry, I'm not focusing on Korean football, Korean baseball. <laughs> Korean baseball. I got all excited about the football. It's Korean baseball I'm focusing on. Um, now, this has been going a little bit longer because the Korean football's only been going for one week. So it was a little bit hard, K-League, to be honest. Believe it or not, I don't have that much of an in-depth knowledge of the K-League. So I thought I'd focus no. on the baseball. Two games here, really, really simple uh, double to put into your slip. This is going to give you $2.19 as a double. The two teams on top of the table... Um, uh, the NC Dinos and the the Lotte or Lotti um, team. They're, they're set. Yeah, we'll call them the Lotti Takiris. Yeah. Uh, NC is seven and one, and uh, Lotti is six and two. They're playing uh, two of the bottom sides, uh, aside SK that are one and seven, another side that are just every bit as bad at three and six. So it's just two teams top of the table, one and two on the ladder. Lotti and uh, NC. You put them in a multi. It's going to give you $2.19. It's simple. There's no major pitching changes. I had a look into all of that. Um, I think they're both actually playing away from home, so you're getting a tiny bit more value. The, the two teams at the bottom are that bad, and they're that much ahead. So nice little multi-builder. Coming into a weekend, which is absolutely stacked with racing. Brownie, you took the host here on three wide no cover this week. I was away. Uh, and uh, so, mate, it's, it's all you now. Talk to us. Who are we getting around this weekend? Well, uh, obviously, Esther and Jules. Uh, Jules was very, very keen on uh, at Morfordville, uh, Orleans Rock in race number one to get away to a good start. Orleans Rock paying $2.80, but uh, it, there's a chance it might be running in Melbourne. He said, if it does run in Melbourne, don't take it. But if it does run at Morfordville, definitely take it. Very, very keen on Symphonette which is also at Morfordville, I think, in race three or four. And then Girl Tuesday in race six. He was very keen on that. And then we spoke to Tony McAvoy, and we asked him, obviously, a lot of questions about sunlight. And he just said he doesn't understand what happened last start. He said, yes, it was posted a bit wide, probably didn't have the run of the race, but he said he just he couldn't figure it out. He said horses just have bad days. They've put the blinkers on it the first time. It's been training the house down, and he thinks it's a stupid price what it is. He said, if you put it and Keylong, which is his other runner in the race, against each other, and they both ran to their ability, he said Sunlight would beat it by the length of the straight every day of the week. So he was very, very bullish. They were happy to take on Guitra in the big one, in the Goodwood, um, yep. and obviously uh, very, very keen on uh, a few others around the traps. I think uh, Ocean X 
Jules was pretty keen on as well. So uh, now Oceanx is in the uh, is it the Rams and it's the uh, that's the race, race to get you auto- Flemington. That gets your automatic entry into the Melbourne Cup. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. So King of Leah Grants and that is in that. I'll, I'll be happy to take on Gitra as well. That horse has been up for a while. I would have thought Brownie and there's a few yep. that are just going to be nice and fresh after and fit enough after a run or two. And Should your favourite like horse, Centre and Lane, is obviously in there too, Wally. Yeah, look, I'm 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 done spruiking Centre and Lane, Brownie. <laughs> I owe Centre and Lane money over the years though, because Centre and Lane is one of two horses in my lifetime that I've backed every start they have run. The other one's Palantino. Um, because of this great modern age, I've been able to go back through all my statements and find out how I'm tracking mm. both of these horses. Palantino and Santa Ana Lane very much, very much in the black on both horses. So I will continue to back Santa Ana Lane. Do you think being a seven-year-old now for Santa Ana Lane, like when it was four and five, it could start at the back, it could get a way back and then it could charge home. But do you think now that it's seven and it's racing against three, four, five-year-olds at the moment, it just doesn't have that same run that it used to have two or three years ago? Do you think yeah. that they might need to change the way they run it or is it too late now? Is it just I, I, that's the way it runs and that's the way it is? I think that's the way it runs and I don't think there's anything to that. It settles back there, but it's not just that. I mean, other horses come along and, and there's different... When you've got to look at something like, um, <clears throat> sorry, Red Zell that beat it, Nature Strip especially, where it's this horse that leads and can put massive pace on and burn them off. So there's too much pace in the race. For a back mark like Santa Ana Lane to be able to make it, they string out too much. I feel like every time I'm on Santa Ana Lane, I'm sitting there going, I need you to go, I need you to Always go. Always going. And then they go late, and then you're like, oh, it's just missed again. Yeah, well, mate, he's run two starts ago where he flashed home for second, as you said, Brian. That was, that was a good run. Look, yeah. failed, failed first attempt here, but we'll wait and see. Well, I, I wouldn't be riding uh, Santa Ana. One, obviously, won the Goodwood previously in one of the most ridiculous wins. Um, if you if you want, if you've got a minute and a half spare today and you want to see something awesome, just Google Santa Ana Lane Goodwood and watch the way it threads through the field. It's like a yep. thread through needle. It's it's amazing. Boys, my punting has gone through the roof since I've adopted a very simple rule. I will not back a backmarker. I just I can't back them anymore. There's mm. excuses. There's all these things that just happen. And the pro punters try and steer away from it as well. The pro punters never really loved backing Chautauqua. Uh, Gadotten, I've copped the tip for tomorrow, boys. Flemington race one, Gadotten. Uh, open about four sixty three dollars ninety at the time of recording. Uh, but Wally, um, you mentioned Palantino. Palantino and Hey Doc, did they win, both win an Australian Guineas? Was that the big race they won? Yeah, Palantino won the Australian Guineas. Yeah. Um, uh, Palantino lost the uh, race prior to that on protest. I'm pretty sure to Tarzino, then survived a protest in the Australian Guineas to win it. Um, the first protest it lost was like at the 800 metre mark. It was a ridiculous, dinky protest. So the second one was probably there, but they just, you can't do that. So uh, two in a row. But yeah, Palantino won that and uh, also the Maccabi Diva. You know what, boys? I've pretty much retired from betting in the straight six races. I hate those races. Are you blokes fans of those? What's harder to get a winner in, the straight six or the highway races? Oh, the highway races are tough, Shug. Yeah. Yeah. I can't catch them. They're both tough, though. They're both tough. I find when I'm punting, I'm winning early in the day and late in the day, middle of the day, I'm giving it back and then trying to scramble at the end. 
I'll tell yeah, you what, yeah. how good to have a camera on a few of us on a Saturday, just the, the roller coaster you go through. And I think most punters are like that. Um, that you, you obviously go through a roller coaster throughout the day. Very few people are completely bottomed out all day or are completely up all day. We do an update on the Sunday footy show, Shug, for sports bets. So I get up and have two hats on, obviously. And we've had a couple of bets, three in a row, have got up on the Sunday. We I've gave noticed that, Brownie. Like $4 prices and $5 prices. We gave prices. the reins to Matty Lloyd last week because uh, yeah. he had a tip. Oh. So I just said, we're going to take your tip, Lloydy. And it made a good atmosphere for the show, but it got done. But this week, uh, we're going to go race four, number four in Bendigo. Hot in Paris. It's $2.80 at the moment, but I reckon by... The time I do the recording on Sunday, which is 11.45, it's probably going to be a fair bit shorter than that. So hot in Paris, Bendigo race four, number four. I think I have a crack at as well. Beautiful. All right. So, boys, it's Friday. We'll wrap it up. Let's give the punters the tips. Let's go. You're betting on Bundesliga, uh, boys. Who are we backing? Shug, Brownie, who, who, who are you betting on? Bayern Munich for me to win by more than two goals. Great. Shug? So that's about the $2.50 mark. I'm taking just head-to-head for them to win. Borussia Dortmund at $1.45. That takes us to about 4 bucks. Wally, what have you got to throw in? All right, so the Lottie Giants uh, to win uh, against the Hanwar Eagles and the NC Dinos to beat SK Wavens. Uh, that double is $2.19. So if you're putting all that together, you're getting, uh, you're getting up. What, uh, what did you say yours was? About oh, we're $4 before we get to you. So power playing, you're looking at close to nine bucks there. And boys, nice. it, Wally, what was that drink you referred to before? My German drink. I'm sure. I'm. I'm absolutely convinced. If it was green and it put you on your ass for 24 hours afterwards, it would have been absent. Do we think that perhaps Hummers attacked the, the absence? Because yeah, Hummers. Hummers missing absent, people. Absence. Yeah. yeah. Absence. Yeah. Absence. After some absence. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Hopefully, all's well with uh, the big hum dog. But uh, could have been Maduro in lemonade, Shook. You never know. <laughs> could have been. Could have been. I, I, I could imagine that that would be his thing. And just again, Shook, uh, you've got one at race race one at Flemington tomorrow. Yeah, Gadodden with the blue vest, boys, the blue army. So Brad Willer and uh, James Cummings, three dollars ninety. Number two, Gadodden and Flemington race one. And Brownie, you mentioned a few that they liked. Did you have one, or do you want to? Do you want your Sunday tip to be your your main tip? Uh, now I, I do like November Dreaming, three dollars eighty at Flemington race three. There you go. So, look, plenty of prices there uh, to have a crack at. But then not all $1.50 and $1.60 pops. I know that uh, it's easy to tip them sometimes. I can get them beat myself, but uh, that's all good. Look, everyone, have a, have a great weekend, obviously, boys. Thanks for joining us. Cutting a little short today because it is just the three of us. And we'll let the punters get out there and enjoy their weekend. Some good sport back. The Bundesliga back, which is great. Good racing at Morfordville. Decent racing in Flemington. Um, should should be a, a cracking weekend. Gamble responsibly if you're having a punt, and uh, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the ten, gang. <laughs> see you guys.